0: Welcome to Six Pack Discussions, where Cody and Jared take on the biggest, most talked about headlines with logic, passion, and a six pack of beer. If you're
1: listening, we challenge you to take an unbiased view of the world, because we know these conversations are complicated. So sit down, crack a beer, and welcome a new perspective. Okay, coming in with a new
0: episode from Six Pack Discussions from Jared and Cody. Jared, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, what food stamps, what nutrition assistance programs is, is what it's often referred to, EBT's, really a lot of the the, the same synonyms there. Um, but in short, we're going to talk about, you know, what are they, uh, who uses them, should they use them, and kind of go into our opinions a little bit.
1: I love it. Um, we are drinking an Odell Brewing Co. Uh, Good Behavior uh, beer today. We'll give you guys a rating and also a little bit more about it um, in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, good or bad, I don't know. I, I've never had to deal with food stamps. Um, you know, I think in most cases you're going to say that's good. Um, but fortunate, fortunate, yeah. Fortunate, right? Yeah. Um, I've never had to deal with food stamps, um, but I have family members that have. Um, not per, you know, immediate family members, but I've had other family members that have relied on them. But I didn't know much about them. That's why I meant good or bad, meaning like I don't I didn't really know that much about them. I don't know who's using them. Uh I don't know if you uh, yeah, I've had uh immediate families or like uh using them. Yeah.
0: My yeah. dad growing up, yeah.
1: Exactly. So you kinda have a you are a little more closer like, I do. I've seen it. And did you know how they worked, kind of, or did you just kind of because you're younger. Um
0: so. I I was I was a little bit younger, obviously. Um, uh, but I, I knew in short, you know, obviously, uh limited limited household income. Yeah. Um Eat so course. therefore the food government kind of, you know, had to subsidize, if you will, help us out. And food's one of those things that's kind of like a... It
1: might be on the bottom of the pyramid of Maslow's needs, right? <laughs> food, you need them. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's
0: literally like food and water. Food, era. water, air. <laughs> like, I think shelter might
1: be in there somewhere. The, but the hierarchy of so, needs is So this is one where the government stepped in manner. for a while now. I don't know if you have the year, but it looks like they've been doing this. 30s? Since the, oh, 30s? I thought it was the 30s. Maybe the SNAP program is from okay. the 70s and they've been doing some type of nutritional assistance. Yeah, because I thought
0: it was like after the depression
1: is when yes. they started. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, but the SNAP program, which we're going to refer to probably today, that's normally what
0: most people refer to as the food stamp program. It was Supplemental replaced. National Assistance Program, SNAP. Bingo. Um, so again, food stamp, SNAP, Yeah, EBT, it's, it's really all in one, one uh, Bingo. realm there.
1: Um, that's the federal uh, benefit program for low-income Americans to supplement their grocery. Budget and, and hopefully purchase healthy food. I think that's part of their mission statement is to mm-hmm. help people purchase healthy food. Uh, right now, I don't know if you got the same number, but it seems about 42 million Americans rely
0: on SNAP. So you know what's really funny? And I don't know how many different. I saw uh, a range. Yeah, I was going say, I don't know how many sources you checked. I saw everything from 46 was the highest number I saw to 36 was the lowest number I saw.
1: Yeah, I went with the middle because I was the most oh, recent year. But, gotcha. Yeah. But it, it's really weird how it's yeah. not
0: well, known.
1: I it's actually, well, it's interesting. I, it goes month by month because yeah, it's, it's such a short duration yeah. that
0: you're allowed to be on it at a point in time. I think it's every three weeks. And so I think that's why it probably varies so much. And, and then also eligibility requirements, i.e. Uh, income, and also assets. you ha- the assets thing. Or and to then I into. was uh, semi relieved to, to read in short that you have to work minimum, or uh, you have to work, and then all of a sudden the following sentence, I got, again, discouraged, 20 hours. Well. Oh, am I wrong? Well, no, that is true. For well and bodied people. So um, that is true.
1: After the three-week, you get a three-week kind of relief period. Okay. Find a job, work at least 20 hours, which I'm all for. I love that. I love that. Except if you have a, a children at home.
0: Oh, I didn't see that little clause then. Maybe I, maybe I uh, glanced over that. So the actual clause here on the uh,
1: thing is, um, actually, sorry, it's not a three-week. It's three-month. So after three months, you have to have a job um, with 20 hours. The clause is individuals who are over the age of 18 and under 50 are limited to three months of SNAP benefits every three years, unless they are working at least 20 hours. Yep. And some individuals may be exempt from this requirement, such as those with children living in the household. Ooh, okay. So if you're a single mom with a child or two children, you probably don't need to worry about that. And that leads us to the next thing that I did not realize. And this one is actually probably the statistic that made me kind of feel it. Um, One in five children in America rely on SNAP program.
0: I know I hate that. Yeah, one, f- yeah, I mean up to 46 million Americans, dude.
1: Yeah, but one, but one in five, yeah, I think a majority of the food stamp recipients are children. Um but one in five. So that means, you know, if you watch five kids walk down your street, one of them could be you using food stamps. 20%, that's a significant It's a, it's significant. Um I did you know it was going to be that high?
0: No. I And again, I think you and I have oftentimes we've admitted um, yes, we do with all the subjects that we cover here. We we do try to get a holistic view. However, um, you know, with our, you know, uh, fortunate circumstances at yeah. times, you know, uh, we are a little bit jaded sometimes with our yeah, parents. Yeah, we,
1: we had parents that were dual working parents, right? So they both were working people. We're both in dual working households right now. And so, you know, we have income to buy our groceries because we have both parents, you know. I guess me, me, and my wife, my child, you and, you know, of course your wife having dual income and, um, you know, pretty good jobs.
0: You don't have to really worry about food. That's kind of a, a bottom of the worry type of mm-hmm. thing,
1: which is interesting. Very
0: fortunate to have, we never have to wonder where our next meal is coming. Exactly. And, and it kind of makes you
1: feel, and I, I don't know if I feel for some, like say males out there, it's kind of weird where you kind of put people out there, but some males that are able-bodied and not disabled or anything like that, I'm like, Ooh, is this program really good for somebody like that? Maybe here and there, when you fall in hard times, but, and we'll get into that, of course, you know, opinions, but I could see where the children thing, ooh,
0: this program's built around them, I feel like. What do you think? You know, yeah, I I think we always have a soft spot for them, you know. They're not, they're born to a situation. Exactly, it's, it's. Maybe maybe, maybe that was a little wrong for me to just say I have a soft spot for them. We realistically understand there are just certain kids that get dealt a shitty hand from the get-go, from (laughs) conception, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to help out these kids that I've never even met before.
1: However, how do you help out the kids without helping out? Interesting. An adult who could be possibly doing something. We'll find, talk about this a little bit. Some fraud yeah. in in, food, in the food stamp programs. Um, let me go through here. We went through some stats here. I don't know if there's anything else. Oh, did you see the average amount uh, parents or people are getting on the program? I think it's about 125 Oh, maybe that's the average individual amount. Yeah, that's the individual amount. Okay. The average benefit, so the average SNAP benefit uh, holder is getting $386 a month. Okay, and that would be like maybe a family of three, maybe a family of two, yeah. maybe an individual. So three hundred eighty-six dollars. So um, unfortunately, it doesn't I don't have like what the average family size it, it, is. And guys, just
0: to uh, provide a little bit more context, that number it is a. Mm-hmm. um, like a sliding scale, if you will, like, I think I saw like a family of eight, they would receive, you know, what, like $1,700 a month or, or something like that. So it is a sliding yeah. scale towards, you know, a family of one, you know, an individual, I think is a buck 75. Yeah. Yeah. Something like and,
1: that. And I actually took down the, um, the income limits. I thought that'd be kind of, yeah, interesting To yeah. talk about. Yeah. They have and, to be around the poverty line. Yep. Uh, I think it's around the poverty line and then they take into account some of your monthly expenses yeah. to figure out your kind of net income. Um, I, let's just do gross here for tax purposes and simplicity. Um, so gross income, just like the amount of money that they're earning, um, you know, through their job. Uh, one person to be using food stamps. If you're a single individual, you need to be earning less than sixteen thousand five hundred and ninety dollars. Yep. So that's the number. If you're below that, you qualify for food stamps. If you're a family of four, I'm not going to go through every single one of these yeah, here. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> family of four, 35, uh, 30, right under thirty-five thousand. Yeah. So thirty-five thousand with a family of four. I could see where it start could start being pretty hard to get tight. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's only twenty eight hundred dollars a month, right? To put it in before taxes. Y- yes. Exactly. And I don't know if a, per, a family of four at that income level would be paying taxes. I don't know how that works. I know taxes start kicking in right around the sixteen thousand number. But I thought it was twelve thousand for individual. But the kid deduction. Okay. Stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll, that's we're not talk. tax experts right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe another. <laughs> episode Give us yeah, at <laughs> least a few more hours to prep and you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I don't know if there's anything else. We talked about the asset stuff. I don't know if you want to uh, talk about that. That's kind of interesting. To talk so about.
0: the assets thing that, that was really interesting. So it's uh it does not include your, uh, your retirement. It doesn't include your house. Uh, it doesn't reclose. Uh, what was interesting is it doesn't include most cars. It was really interesting the use of the word most instead of all. I didn't really understand that. Uh, really what it boils down to is it, they're talking about your liquid cash and yeah. it's under $2,001. I had 2,500, but maybe it changed. I read 2,500 in one source, and then I read 2,000 in one. So I just sense. took the lowest one.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. But $2,000 is not much to have in a savings account. No, no, um, no. But I don't know if we have any people listening that are using the SNAP program. Yep. But here's kind of a little way around this, pro- this little thing. Because I could see this as being a major challenge for ever getting out of the system. If you're on food stamps and you're not able to actually save enough for that rainy day, you may always try to earn a little bit less and never put enough to save around. So it's kind of like you're,
0: you're feeding the cycle. Because the second you save enough for that rainy day, you don't get your food, you are ineligible. So therefore your rainy day gets eradicated because now you have to come up with the extra X amount of dollars per month. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking through this and I'd put this up against the wall against you and see if it
1: would make sense, but maybe perhaps opening up some type of retirement account, um, something that is taxable still, but opening up a, an account and putting your savings
0: into that, now it would unfortunately have to be in the market. See, I think, uh, I'm, I'm glad you actually went the, the legal way. I actually thought what that did is incentivize people to do stuff a little shadier, i.e. keep the a bed. lot of cash, yeah. Yeah, and I bet you that's more common. Yeah.
1: But I'm, I was just thinking like, okay, if we do want to have uh, an account balance, um, it says retirement, so you can open up some type of IRA mm-hmm. and say, you know what, let's do this. I'm going to put it in something that is not risky and I'm going to build that up until I feel comfortable where I can start earning more money. Uh, maybe it's $10,000. And now all of a sudden, yeah, I'm going to earn a little bit more money. I can now start saving the right way and be off food stamps. So I just thought that was interesting that you'd put a, a, a limit on that. I understand there has to be a limit cause the last thing you want is somebody on food
0: stamps that has a $30,000 checking account balance, Yeah, yeah. right? No, I, I agree, man. Um, did you happen to take a look at, uh, you know, what, what food stamps can be used for? Was there any, yeah, was there anything that really jumped out on the page as far as what it could or what it could not be used for? To me, the only thing that was kind of weird is is like
1: you couldn't buy cleaning supplies. Okay. Um, diapers, you can't buy that. Um, you can buy, it seems like, fruit, vegetables, meats, poultry, fish, dairy products, breads, and cereals.
0: Jack what? in the box, Domino's. Restaurants accept EBT cards too. Some, in Arizona at least. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't see that. It seemed like yeah. everything I was reading was about grocery stores. Yeah. So it's actually really interesting. So uh, I went, got lost in the Google machine, right, yeah. as we all do. And there are some restaurants. Um, what you'll see, and I'm going to actually notice this next time I walk into like a, a fast food restaurant They next actually time. do have an EBT thing. Exactly. So those are the eligible EBT card restaurants. So uh, the two of the more common ones are, I'm sorry, three of the more common ones is Subway, Jack in the Box, and Domino's. So where it really started kind of pissing me off is because one of the ones that, and as you know, that personal story about the, the lady who tried to buy the vitamins, right? So you're not allowed to buy vitamins. However, you can buy Domino's or Jack in the box. Yeah. Like, like whether you agree or disagree with the principle of food stamps, I think any logical person can agree that. If I can't buy domino- I'm sorry. If I can't buy vitamins, I damn sure shouldn't be buying Monster Energy drinks. I damn sure shouldn't be buying Domino's or Jack in the Box. So it's interesting. That was actually one of
1: the things that I came across is not the uh, the fast food stuff. I actually didn't know you could do that, but there was some, I guess, policy possible changes that they were going to be making to the SNAP program around. What you can buy in the grocery store because uh, apparently a good a good amount of those funds monthly because they can track
0: that through their grocery store partners. Yep, um, is used for uh, soda. The number one purchase. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the number one purchase for EBT and non EBT holders is soda in yeah. a grocery store. Isn't that weird? And so,
1: i I think I I think I can uh, wholeheartedly say I'm not going to say I'm going to agree with SNAP program or not just yet, but I think I, I can pretty much say I don't think if you're using food stamps, you should be buying
0: soda. No. No, no, no. I think it's horrible.
1: I think it's empty calories, so it's not nutritional-based at all. Yeah.
0: It actually is going to add to the decline of your health. Bingo. It's going to increase
1: your chances of using Medicare or Medicaid later on in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, I don't think we should be using tax dollar money in a way that's going to result in additional taxpayer money later down the road in in Medicare
0: costs or or something like that. So I, I think... You should be limited to what you can purchase it on. You know, I actually, I didn't know how I wanted to word that because I can easily see a listener saying, oh, you son of a bitch. Like you want to limit uh, what I can and can't spend my money on. I want to limit what you can and can't spend my money on. Exactly. Right. And I know that sounds horrible. I know that sounds heartless. However, um, EBT is given by the four out of five people that are not on it. They are paying into it. Exactly. Right? Um, in a way. Now, granted, I, I think the EBT program or the, the SNAP program makes up, I believe, it's uh, 2% of the federal budget, I believe I read. That's exactly what I have. 2%. 2%? Okay. $80 billion. Yeah. So whenever you say 2%, eh, not that much, but it's it's really funny that you were going to take it to the uh, monetary value, because I was too. Because a couple of the, the very pro sources that I was reading, I was like, Huh, well, that, that's still a significant amount. And then you get into a rabbit hole as far as what they're you know, um, downplaying for the other percentages, but, um, $80 billion is a lot of money oh, and, yeah. and that could be used elsewhere. Right. So I have a problem whenever you are expecting, and look, I get people that get Delta shitty hand people, you know, fall on hard times. I get it. I get it. I don't want to get into my opinion yet, but what I will get into as far as what you can and can't buy. And I have a problem because there's not one healthy thing minus a cup of water at Jack in the box or Domino's.
1: Yeah. So the fast food we haven't touched on. Um, and let's go through that one first
0: or soda or chips or, you know, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should go through the list of items and kind of say what should be purchased at grocery stores first off. But so I think we're on agreement with limiting, uh, uh, eliminating of fast foods. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I am on this program and I have two kiddos, I'm a single mom, I'm working, I'm working, you know, 30, 40 hours a week to, you know, pay for housing and have food stamps to rely on. I'm not stopping at Jack in the Box and picking up food on the way home for the kiddos. It see it sounds bad, but to be honest, it, it doesn't sound good. But I just don't know if it's actually long term good for the health of your kiddos
0: long term. No, it's easy. Exactly. But you know, it's really interesting because uh, I I don't know if you if you saw this. I actually did a little bit of a research, different research rather. On this one, I watched a couple of YouTube videos because I uh, a couple of the articles that I read, they kept on referencing these like um, seven day challenges or thirty day challenges where these celebrities or people that are like super um, know, know how much money they pro or con you know yeah. food stamps and they will I think did this yes yeah I think she did it a year ago two years ago something yes. like that so anyways um, they they were coming across and it was found that you know we are kind of assuming going into it rather you know a celebrity or someone is obviously, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. They're, they're in relatively good shape, right? They're not addicted to the sugary substances that have been proven to be addicting. Right. Yeah. So it was really interesting because the, the, findings, if you will, because you know, some of these people, again, we know we're talking $35,000 a year for a family four. that is, that's not a lot of money to live on. Yeah. No one will, no one will argue that. So do they have an adequate kitchen? Do they have the pots and pans needed? Do they have, you know, a, a working refrigerator to where they can actually store, you know, hamburger meat rather than a jack-in-the-box burger? Mm. So it really got me thinking a little bit because I the immediately, and you know, as I was just trying to hold my cards close to my chest on that one, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, jack-in-the-box, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And then all of a sudden I started watching those videos. I was like, damn, like you and I and many of our listeners are taking our refrigerator, our stove, our working oven because we pay our utility bills for granted, I think, a little bit.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. So, if I don't have a working oven or a refrigerator,
0: what the hell are you supposed to do? I guess you're making PB and J's, which
1: I don't know if that's actually
0: where. Doesn't jelly need to be in the fridge? Mm, I don't think so.
1: Oh, okay. Well. But peanut butter and honey, I guess. Whatever. We'll say something like that. But then it starts sounding like we're not spineless, but we're um, heartless. We're heartless. Yeah. Yeah. Two totally different things. I'm saying. Um, We're heartless. We've never
0: been accused of being spineless.
1: (laughs) We are uh, heartless now because we're saying, okay, well, now you can only buy, you know, non-warm food at a grocery store. You know, you're buying a loaf of bread. You're buying uh, some peanut butter and, um, you know, some fruit. That doesn't need to be refrigerated. I was going to say, yeah, very limited selection here.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's that's where I really started kind of... I was like, huh, all right, Jared, why don't you open up your eyes a little bit more here?
1: Yeah, but I still don't know if I want to have young kids drinking soda
0: and having a Big Mac or a Jack-in-the-Box burger. Okay, Uh, let's put a pin on that. I just cracked up my second beer. I think you did as well. Yeah. So uh, again, this is the... Odell Brewing Company, which as you guys all know, I have a very soft spot for I I I love Odell. Uh, It's the Good Behavior Crushable IPA, which is kind of fun. I know. Um, Man, have you noticed a lot of these beer companies are really advertising, you know, the low calorie count, the day drinkers, the crushable IPA, the easy drinkers, you know, it's it's really funny the marketing that's been put into them. I wonder if it's um, that we keep on grabbing
1: it because we want to try IPAs out, but we keep on going for maybe the ones that are a little bit lighter. (laughs) Because I saw one up there that was 9% I was going to grab. Well, our listeners would have hated you. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, from Odell Brewing uh, Odell Brewing, it says, uh, we set out to create an IPA that's both sessionable and sessionable. I've never used that word before, and bursting with hot flavor. Good behavior is built like an IPA with bright hot flavors of tropical fruit and juicy peach. yet balanced with a light body, slight haze, and crispy finish. That's truly crushable. Jared, would you consider this uh, 4.0 ABV 110 calorie beer crushable?
0: Oh yeah, it's it's definitely crushable. It's an easy drinker. Would you agree?
1: I think so. Um, it definitely. I wouldn't say it's an IPA at heart. No, it, it feels no, like it's, it's like a, a
0: sissified, watered down
1: version of okay. an IPA. Okay, yeah.
0: that's what you're thinking too. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? Point I think point. I think it's solid. I, I I would drink it all day long. I'll probably go three one. Really? Yeah. I I, th- I think it's fine. It's just because it is you know it's a lighter IPA and yeah. you know they tried to brace me for that but. It's a water I'm going 2 3, 2 2. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it's not,
1: I'm not a big fan of it. Um, Like, if I'm going to have an IPA and I don't really like IPAs, I'd
0: actually rather be a little bit stronger, honestly. I at least want to get a little sizzle from it. Exactly. Kudos to them. I understand what they're trying to do. In order to make it less calories, you have to make it less. Yeah. And this
1: is actually an interesting, uh, it looks like maybe a goddess of some sort, maybe Athena uh, with um, hops on her scale. And what would you call that tool in her right hand? A paddle of some sort? It's supposed to be a spear.
0: Like, I was thinking like a pizza pan.
1: <laughs> but I think it has something to do with beer.
0: I don't know what it would be. Oh, maybe a thermometer yeah. or something. I don't know.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, nice job, Odell Brewing, guys. Uh, shout out. Um, so we were talking about um, fast food. Yep. Should EBT be allowed to purchase it? I think gut original gut was no. You got me a little bit thinking here about the yeah, refrigeration. because I think
0: we're taking our utilities, our paid utility bill, and our functionality, when the utilities are paid, of our appliances. Okay, so you think appliances
1: might be out of the realm of use for low-income
0: individuals? I think they could. I, I think it's a reasonable point to be. Yeah. I do.
1: I, I think the cost of the folks that do, let, let, let's just put a number to it. Let's say 10% of people that are on the SNAP program don't have an appliance that they would need to either cook or refrigerate their items. Okay. Right? Maybe it's more, maybe it's less. Let's just say 10%.
0: We can argue. We can, yeah, we can exactly. agree 10. Yeah.
1: So that would be about 4 million people. Okay. I think the cost of purchasing an appliance for those individuals from tax dollar money is less than the meta uh, medical cost of fast food long term for the 40 million people that are on food stamps. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. So I think I would rather create a program to assist people with appliances than to have the ability for people to spend taxpayer money long-term <coughs> on healthcare costs. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. If
0: we're talking either or scenario, absolutely. And that's- yeah. I that like, cost-benefit analysis is a no-brainer once, once your so. numbers ran.
1: So I think I think that means that I'm going to say no on fast food. I think that's my final answer on that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, what you so, about you? So so truthfully, I'm still at no. Okay. But I just thought it was a thought-provoking point. Whenever I I just want to kind of open up your eyes a little bit more. I was like, no, damn, yeah. like that's that's a little bit a little bit different. Okay. Um, stuff yeah. To the so store. so no fast food. But stuff to the store. Sodas. No. Okay, so no soda. We already know alcohol is out. Uh, and tobacco. And tobacco, which I think... Because, because oftentimes these people are saying, yes. oh, I, I saw them pull up in a brand new truck and with a cigarette in their hand, they bought another carton and they bought some lobster and steak and they bought uh Yeah, I don't like-, like that.
1: I don't like that because it makes the person feel... The people that are on this are probably not trying to make it well-known. No. Right? Like it, It's probably not the... Um,
0: point in their t- life that they want to be proud of you know? well did, did I, I i think i told you about my vitamin story right at costco yeah oh yeah i mean it, it was th- this poor woman was was so i mean dude she was redder than your shirt I, I i felt so freaking bad for her yeah oh my god I, I i my heart hurt so bad for her yeah
1: i don't think it's a point in people's life so i don't think people are going to be going like you know out of the norm and trying to be buying stuff and to me, actually, it was knowledge. I, I always thought that you could buy things like alcohol. If the store had it, I thought you could purchase it. Yes. To be
0: honest. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't you, until that day I, I didn't realize that you couldn't.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that's a great thing for our listeners to know. You know, food stamps, you know, you cannot be purchasing alcohol, cigarettes, um, apparently vitamins to Jared's B, cleaning supplies, diapers, things like that. and And... I understand. Actually, I started kind of wondering why cleaning supplies and diapers and things like that can't be purchased, and I found out. I found out why. A oh. lot of those items, um, which are non—they um, don't go bad. I don't know what the right word non-perishable? there. Non-perishable items. Uh, they can be traded for dollars in the secondary market pretty easily. Oh. So there's actually a huge market for Tide detergent. Apparently, Tide detergent is used as currency in the black market. Yes. I, Jared right now is looking at me in so, oh. so confusion. Tide detergent. It's a $10. If you have a normal tide detergent thing, yeah. you know, the, the little orange yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, it's 10 bucks. That's worth $10. If you get 20 of them, you get 200 bucks. You can train for drugs. You can trade for alcohol. You can trade for whatever you want. So there is actually like a black market aspect to some of those ideas. I'm wondering if diapers is like that too. So do you think there is a
0: black market because you can't
1: buy them with food stamps? No, I, I just think because tide detergent is like a staple in almost every single family's. Like everybody needs Tide detergent, that it's yeah, such yes. a, it's such a like a, we don't even use Tide in my family, but it's such a staple that it has like a currency value, yeah. which is so interesting. Shout out to Tide for the street cred. I goes. know, Damn. right? Cool. I know. So anyways, um, I think that's part of it. I'm sure I'm missing some parts there. Cleaning supplies, maybe there's something to do with drug creation there. But whatever it may be, right now I think it is pretty
0: good, but the soda thing's interesting. I'm going to say soda no go. You know, you know what I also didn't understand? This is almost like the "what's wronger" episode because you're not allowed to buy. Um, well, it was a weird. It was a weird term. It was something like food already prepared in the store, like yeah. a hot dog or something at, yeah. a, at a warm foods. Yeah, warm foods. But yet, I can walk my happy butt in the same parking lot from fries to the Jack in the Box. Yeah, and it was just illogical. Yeah, like my fries. Uh, you
1: know, they serve let's say sushi. Yeah. You probably couldn't buy that. No. Um, what it's about already prepared, yeah. Yeah, the sandwiches that they nope, have there. No prepared sandwiches. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I like that or not. Like, I th- maybe if the grocery store supplies it. But then again, it, what's the difference between that and fast food? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think so. I think you need to be making food that's a little better. Okay, what about, like, the items that are probably not so good for you? Like, sugary cereals, sugary Pop-Tarts. Um, the high-calorie, high-sugar, high-salt items. That probably are very kid driven. Potato chips. Yes.
0: Yeah. What do you think about those items? You know, the, let's say the aisle items. Okay, so. I know we don't want to do everything, but. I know, I know. I, I get you're hitting on the, the, the real points here. For roll ups. I know, man. It's really difficult. It's just, it's very. I, 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 try, I knew this question was coming. I was hoping I was going to ask it. I wanted to beat you to it. Um, I, I don't know where my line in the sand is. Yeah. That, that's, that's so hard, man. I'm mean, thinking the last episode we just did, you know, about creating these arbitrary lines in the sand. So it's interesting. I don't buy any of that stuff, right? Me and my wife, we do not buy any of those things.
1: Um, you know, we're, we're pretty... Religious with the items we do purchase. And, you know, mm-hmm. once in a while we, we do, you know, splurge on like a, a, a Ben and Jerry's ice cream, yep. you know, but we're, we're, we're buying fruits and vegetables, meats and fish cans of uh, uh, beans or uh, vegetables, and then uh, possibly like pasta, right? That's kind of the aisles. Of, like I know those aisles religiously. Like, every other aisle, I don't even... I've never even been down some aisles in the grocery store. Like, that's how religious I am about, like, which aisles I can go down. Yeah. So, I don't think it's asking much for people to restrict what they can purchase from other people's dollars. Do you, do you think that's a challenge? Like, hey, if somebody gave me...
0: If I gave you money... Hey, here's the money, but you can only buy X, Y, and Z with it. If you, if you want to buy other items, that's cool. It's coming out of your bank account. Yeah. I'm just yeah. wondering,
1: like... Is it an issue with asking that? Like, does it feel heartless? I don't know. I'm able to do it, and I'm
0: doing it with my own money. Like, I don't go and buy those other items, ever. So I guess, you know, what items... That, that's where it's just very difficult or So, are, are, What's the line? Yeah, what items can they buy? Yeah, so if I, they have over X amount of grams of sugar, no?
1: Yeah, that's what I would, But then here's a the weird thing, is if I was a manufacturer of soda, I would just make smaller doses. But I, what I would do is pretty much say, hey... High-calorie, low-nutritional
0: foods. Okay, no, we're not saying the high-calorie. Give me a number. If, it, if it's um, over X amount of calories I, per would, serving, you, you know. know like, yeah, you know. It would probably have to be like a ratio of some sort. Because I think all you do is you just get the manufacturers to take down the serving size. Yeah, and really, then,
1: it would need to be a ratio, right? So yeah. there's, I'm sure there's a, a nutritional S-word out there that could say, yeah, for every calorie it needs to contain X amount of protein, right? Fat yeah. and carbs per calorie. And if it doesn't meet that, then it isn't on the list, right? If vegetables are kind of a weird one though because vegetables uh, sometimes are actually high calorie but low in certain nutritional, no yeah. protein. Yeah. So, so I'm sure… What about
0: corn with like
1: nothing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Find a vegetable. <clears throat> hey, you can't be mad at me. I know. Again, I would want to make sure that they're
0: buying… Right. If they're going to spend the money, it should be high nutritional base food. I get it, man. In a utopian state, I would love that, yeah. but I just don't know how you properly enforce that. What's the wording to enforce that? That's where I'm struggling. I think it's just a list of foods,
1: you know, like, you know, list of foods, literally. I think they, I know they have so many ske- skews and every world and It says, Hey, is this a loaf of bread? Yes, that's allowed. Hey, is this a steak? Yes, that's allowed. Is this a can of beans? Yes, it's allowed. Is this a soda? No. Just just regular white bread, or are we talking? Can they get the? I'm not going to get that specific. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know.
0: I don't so know if we i was going to get that that specific
1: yeah. because some stores probably don't carry a big selection, and I yeah. don't want that to be a problem. Yeah. Is oh well, they only have white bread now. Now I have to drive five more miles for wheat bread. No, I'm not going to do that to people. Yeah. That's that's now starting to draw a line of heartlessness. But do, do you understand the slippery
0: saying. slope yeah. that can that can be, especially when we starting to re- refer uh, certain SKU numbers? So before we talk about the policy. Would you agree that it might be better for people to only be
1: able to purchase higher nutritional foods? Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, in
0: principle, I'm all on board with that. Got it. So what you're
1: saying is is how the policy is possibly written.
0: Yes. I'm looking at the implementation and the enforcement of that policy. Well, the enforcement's already there, right? The grocery stores can only allow
1: certain SKUs in the EBT program. That is true. Right? So all I'm saying is is that we're taking the the SKUs and reducing it it to whatever we are, are determining. So what is that determining factor? I think it has to be a nutritional amount per calorie, right? If you look at a a can of soda, it is, if you look at everything, it's zeros. 39 grams of sugar. Bingo, zeros. And that means that your 400 calories are all attributed to sugar. No protein, no carbs, no fat. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's a problem. If you look at a loaf of bread, you're going to have some carbs, you're going to have some fat, you're going to have some protein perhaps, maybe a little bit of sugar. Okay, you know what? That's That's middle of the road. I'm good with that. If you look at steak... All protein, calories, no sugar, no fat, no nothing like that. I'm good with that. Can of beans, same idea. So I think it would need to be, you know, just a nice even split or a nice nutritional food. food. I don't, I just can't do the high sugar items. Salt, I'd also start to look at. As we found out in our healthcare yeah. podcast, salt is a contributing factor to almost all diseases in America. So if we try to kind of root out the sugar and the salt in low-income SNAP users, <laughs> we could... Help them live longer, which who wouldn't want that? Oh, uh, yeah. And then also put less strain on our healthcare system.
0: Yeah. No, I, I got you, ma'am. Okay, less SKUs. What do you think on that? I, I'm okay with less SKUs. I get it because, you know, that's, that's literally what happens right now is as they're scanning items and they give them the EBT card, only X amount of dollars comes off. And then the remainder, they have to remove the to vitamins out of, the
1: out of their cart. Oh, yeah. Right? To yeah. your point. Yeah. Okay, we're moving into, I think, our third beer here yep. soon. And I think we kind of talked about how we can maybe improve the current program. Let's talk about maybe the program in general. Should yeah. it even be around?
0: So, so start getting opinions. Yeah, well, hey, you like, want
1: to go? So at first, my gut feeling before I knew that you couldn't buy alcohol and cigarettes and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. on it, I was like, why do we even
0: have it? F this, Yep. Exactly. Because of all the 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 Negative? nasty rumors. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 horrible stories that we've all heard. Right. Yeah. Oh, that guy.
1: Buying tw- uh, a whole box of a carton of yeah. cigarettes, pulled up in container. his
0: brand new car, and mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So before I knew that, I had unfortunately a skewed view viewpoint, um, and so I was like, you know what? No, this is probably just cost to Americans, and people are taking advantage of it. Apparently, fraud is about four billion dollars of the eighty billion. So they have, hmm. I think it's a two. Is that two percent? I think five. Oh, five. Yeah. So five percent fraud rate. So what that means that there's are some EBT users they have a deal with a local store owner smaller grocery chain, they say hey I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks but I'm only gonna get a hundred or fifty dollars worth of alcohol, right? Kind of do like a little trade action mm. where the store owner gets a hundred dollars of value, you get fifty dollars of value, store owner essentially gets fifty extra bucks.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's where that fraud occurs. That's what they try to track down. They try to shut down that kind of those kind of deals going on. Um, it's probably a couple of bad
0: apples on both sides of the fence. There, right? you know, you find me an in industry or program that doesn't have five percent of fraud. Now, if we're talking fifty yeah. percent of fraud, oh shit! Okay, yeah. now we got more. Yeah. We're talking five so, percent exactly.
1: I thought it was going to be more. It's less, so I'm actually happy there. So apparently, the SNAP program is actually fairly efficient at rooting out fraud or not making it happen. That's good. They're partnering with the proper private organizations. So I I had a bad viewpoint on it. I thought the fraud was more rampant than it was. So I'm already like thinking, well, oh, maybe this is not one of the worst government programs. And then I looked at who's using it. <sighs> Majority children. Okay. Now you're really getting it. Like I'm a, i am I am always feeling for the children. Cause always I will. hate that there are kids to your point, born into situations that they'll never get fixed because their parents decided to make bad mistakes, right? Whether they, no fault of their own. Exactly. Exactly. If they made bad mistakes while they were pregnant, while they're together, maybe the dad decided to be a real a-hole and just leave the family. All of those situations put that child in a situation to need food stamps. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, bad viewpoint, not that much fraud. Children are one of the number one users of it. I'm starting to get to the point, maybe this is actually a good program. Which I'm not, I'm not a big fan of a lot of government programs. Like, you know, we did the Medicare stuff and I'm like, nah, I think this is not good. Which is crazy,
0: right? But the food one, I might be on board with. Where do you sit? You know, honestly, just knowing you for as long as I have and knowing your stance on a lot of government programs, I thought our third beer or, you know, whenever we got into this this conversation, we were going to get into a little bit of a debate. Oh, really? I thought so. I I thought you were... uh... (laughs) You were going to think like most government programs are, and it's waste of money, it's useless. And don't get me wrong, but no means am I saying that I differ in a lot of those. Um, but however, and maybe it's um, the memories, I guess. Your you know, like, personal you experience. Know, as, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I was, I was one of these kids, right? Yeah. Um, it's embarrassing at times, right? But it, it is what it is. And. <sighs> Once I started understanding the stats, now I didn't know the stats until this research for yeah. this podcast. As far as you know, the 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 true poverty to extreme poverty that you have to be eligible to yeah. to apply. And now I know a, a couple of different House of Representatives. I'm drawing a blank on her name. Um, not important, but yeah, I, I know a, a senator she's very critical over the application process. Like it was the application process in Maine. Okay. And she was just drilling this guy down and asking like, you know what, uh, how much is your hourly rate? And you know, what is your account number for X, Y, and Z and just, you know, all these different things. It's like, so her whole principle was to make it easier. Now that I don't agree with, but I do agree with the current system in that it really is applying to the people that need it. Now, to your point, you know, fraud, some fraud yeah. can't get away with it. Yeah, you will never find a, a system, no. dude. The credit unions that we deal with, some of those have frauds, and they are literally yep. put in there as a nonprofit yep. service to the community, right? Yep. So you just have bad apples in every freaking line of work. Yes, every single line. Yes. There, there is that doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't not exist. yeah does not not exist i guess. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> with this, once I realized that, you know, what I mean, we're we're talking, you know, what was the stat you said? Like one in five people. Or one, one of five, five children? Yeah, one of five children. are you. One on of five children, kids? and it's 46 million people. Let's just use the high. So we're talking about, what, probably 14, 13% of Americans? Oh. 46 uh, million people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 15, 15% of Americans are you on food stamps. It's like, damn. It, it really is kind of eye-opening. 15% of people are in poverty. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was kind of an eye-opening <clears throat> statistic once I started kind of... Uh, Extrapolating it a little bit, right? Yeah. Now, here's my... um,
1: Man, I don't know what's going on here. I must have a little bit of brain fog or something going on today because my words are not coming out properly. Um, Usually, I don't have this problem. Uh, A little bit of skeptic inside of me, I should say. Again, guys, I kind of feel like this might be one of those programs that I'm going to be... Deciding on, uh, which is rare for you guys, of course, this thing, because <laughs> Me I'm like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We I usually d- find a way to either make it better or yeah. Yeah. Now we, I think we have found a way to make it better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think we want to make it better. Like I think we, we but I'm want- okay with who <clears throat> it applies to. Yeah. So the, uh, the application of it, a lot of kids. Um, but what I did notice is that some, a lot, a large majority of the families were single parent families that were dealing with this. And I'm wondering if the food stamp program is incentivizing a single parent type household situation. And we talked about this on one other episode. There are there are certain programs that have kind of almost made being a single parent an option. And I'm wondering if this is one <laughs> well, of it's those not just an that.
0: option, but you're you're literally monetarily rewarding, for yes. lack of better term, yeah, because that's you second know, income, any any sort of. It, it, and I'm not trying to be mean here or, or have malintent with what I'm about to say. Any sort of handout is going to incentivize an arguable definition of bad behavior. Yeah. Or good behavior, I yes, guess. Yes, yeah. Right. Is, is that what I'm... Bad you, behavior. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's go, yeah, it's going to incentivize the wrong behavior. Yeah. Like I, I think I can say that.
1: We we're we're going to separate, but maybe still live together just because then we can get our food stamp benefits.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. So anytime there's any sort of monetary compensation for what is a uh, line in the sand contributing way. to society in a positive way? Yeah. Right. You're going to have the single mothers that have five kids, five different guys. Yeah.
1: Right. I watched a video actually of a lady that I th- think was in
0: Ohio and she had four kids. Was that the 31-year-old? She has to take the bus to yeah. the supermarket. Yeah. The, the YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great video, actually. And it, it makes you, it was, it makes it
1: was. you little, like, okay, this is, yeah. it, it was,
0: uh, youngest was eight months, and I believe the oldest was like seven years old. And she said at the end of the video that she's made bad decisions. Uh, yes. Okay. We watched the same video. Yeah. And I appreciate the ownership. She said, hey, this is my fault. Yes. And,
1: which I get it. People make bad decisions. She's made, you know, decision four times, which I'm not saying, you know, chill, making of children are a bad decision, of course, but she was uh, not in a place to. I would say out of wedlock, you know, unplanned. Yeah, she was not in a place to have that much cost put or burden, right? Because children are a burden from a cost perspective. A to, f- financial to, burden. Yeah, yes. financial burden. I'm sorry. To to take on, you know, it's it's challenging to do to raise children without a financial burden. To To have that now with times four could be very, very burdensome. And so uh, she she mentioned that, and I I was like, man, she, I she realized that she's in a situation that's very hard to get out of. So I'm just wondering if, if that was not there, if there was not something to kind of fall back on from a food standpoint, would 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 people continue doing it,
0: or would it break the cycle? You know, so in present day, you know, how sick and tired are you of? going to any sort of store right now or trying to get a delivery driver or trying to...
1: Yeah, I know, right?
0: You know, go to Starbucks Employment's a problem. E- em- employment is a problem. So right now, for any, not just food stamps, I'm talking about for any government prob- programs, I am struggling with supporting them wholeheartedly yeah. because of the labor shortage that we're experiencing. This is where I really start to like, hmm, because now, hold on, let's, let's do some math here. So I think Starbucks, I think, and I, I say Starbucks just because, you know, we're talking, they have probably 10,000 stores in America, right? Or if not more. And I think there's something like uh, $18 an hour. Let's, let's call it $18 an hour. So and let's These are $15. Let's go with 15 Oh, okay. I, th- I thought they were like crazy. So $15 an hour and let's drop this oh yeah that's another thing i want to alter about this program 20 hours no i i think you gotta work 40 hours a week
1: to be eligible for this yeah yeah you need to be putting in
0: the same amount of work as the people that are putting into the system exactly exactly so so that bothers me too so i love the skew numbers and and we got to kick it up to 40 hours yeah what about for the parents the, the
1: ones that have the children at home <laughs> the, the single that, mom that and the of kids
0: yeah and they can stay at home and not have to have a 20 hour job or anything. So here we're going to get into a little bit different conversation because I don't know what the hell, like well, let's take this 31 year old, for example, know, what do you do? She, I, I think in the story she had an eight month old and let's just call it for argument's sake, a three year old.
1: You can't pay for daycare for that.
0: You firsthand know how expensive, Now, granted they don't have to go to uh, you know, the, the nicest school, and I know that sounds terrible to yeah, say, but yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You get what you pay for at times, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still I think even the cheaper schools, what are they? You know, $300 a kid, a month, yeah. I, I don't know, but still, that's that's a lot of that's
1: yeah, $1,200 for three to four kiddos.
0: I know, so then it's like, well, damn, so yeah. I can stay home or I, I can go to work, and then I still, have the, you know, basically all I go to work to pay for daycare. So but, it's kind and, of, and
1: if I'm working 40 hours a week, though,
0: at $15 an hour,
1: I'm now making over the amount I think so, right? For sure, I don't think you,
0: oh, you see, the problem, did we just stumble on something? How about raise the, raise we raise the minimum to a 40 hour per week to the federal minimum wage?
1: Whatever the federal minimum wage is? Whatever
0: the federal minimum wage is. Well, it should it be, be dependent based on your
1: state minimum wage.
0: State minimum wage. Good point. Right. Because like. Because 725 to 15 now at yeah, some Arizona's point.
1: Arizona's at like 12. That probably should be what the amounts are. Right. So if yeah. you're earning. Well, it probably should be a little bit higher than that. So if
0: your household income. Oh, however many people you have living over the age of 18 in your house and less than old in school, mm-hmm. that number should be, if, if you have two, let's say it's two 30 year olds not going to school or anything like that. Times two. State minimum wage times 40 times two. Bingo. Times 52. If it's under that amount, you get food stamps. If it's, if you're making that amount or more, you don't get food stamps kind of thing. Is that what you're kind of saying? That would make sense, right? Well, I wonder it why it shouldn't be under that amount. Like it literally legally cannot be under that amount. So, what it would mean is that you're not. Ooh.
1: So, that's still a problem though. Because if it's under that amount, that means you're not qual You're not going to qualify. Yeah. So, so
0: what, what are we stumbling on here? Hold on. Does that make sense then?
1: No, because if. Okay. So, let's we'll just use round numbers yeah. here. 10 bucks. So, let's say $10 is the minimum wage here yep. in Arizona. And I'm going to work 40 hours a week. That's $400, 400 bucks.
0: 400 bucks. Times 52. What
1: is that? 20,800? Yeah that would put me way over as a single individual. And it would put me actually right at the spot right now for three. So if I was a single mom and I had two kids, I would now qualify for food stamps. Now that single mom with one child may need to qualify for food stamps at 28000 So here's the problem. is I, I, The numbers are based on the poverty line, I think, mm-hmm. and the amount of food that each kid needs. It's not based on... Minimum amounts, and so I don't know if we can even get into all that. Yeah, that's, that that's a, a that's a different. Yeah, it's a little complicated. That's
0: one. That's first beer math, too. Not yeah, third Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. You're we're looking at each other like ten oh, times ten equals eighteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but um, what do you do? Because we started going down the path of okay, hey, you need to work forty hours a week. I think I
0: agree there. Like, you can't but, do the 20 but also time. you asked the question, and I really didn't single do a good moms. job of answering. Yeah, it's a single mom because I think as the pandemic really shed a lot of light on. And I think you become more sympathetic towards this as well. With a lot of the jobs that are saying, "Hey, work from home policy is now expired. Get your butt in the office." If the school is shut down or if the daycare shut down, what the hell do you expect these women to do? Yeah, especially. Let's not just say women. Yes, it vastly applies to them. What do you What do you expect the single parent to do? Yeah, it's such a such a sticky
1: situation if the service you are paying for or depending on public school or your daycare say no. Just the last two weeks, just craziness. We pay for a school and it is fairly expensive. They now, because they have a staff shortage, I don't know if it's due to the pandemic or I don't know what it's due to, but they have a staff shortage. They're forcing
0: us to pick her up, our, our daughter, at 2.30. Oh, wow. Right? So what would you do if Anna didn't have the flexibility? Exactly. And so... No, no, but, but seriously, no, no, what, what is the question? What do you do? They said, hey, you're... How kid, the hell can you pay for that school, first of all, A. Yeah. And and B, let's let's be real. You know, some of these jobs, some of these people that the food stamps uh, program applies to, they don't have the flexibility. No. You could make it work. Your current job with, yeah. with the right handshakes and, you know, yeah. everything like that, but... But for two weeks, they said, hey, yeah, you can drop off at
1: 7.30, or just before work hours. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? 2.30. That means I can't work an eight-hour job. You literally can't. Do. No. No. And so for two weeks, they're forcing that to us right now. Wow. Um,
0: which we, of course, can make it work. But Just to question, did they reduce the rates for those two weeks? Yeah. I think it was $50 less. Oh, okay. Well, that's, well, that is not. Okay. We'll we'll get into that in a different discussion. I'll roast you about that later.
1: But um, (laughs) so this hits home because I can see the challenges, especially for single-parent households, people that are trying to make ends meet, things like that. Um, Very, very big challenge. But I do not think that we should ever have programs, and I think we're kind of in agreements here, that incentivize no contributing to society, right? You should be able to contribute to the max amount. So I'm just wondering, remember... Remember on the episode that we talked about required military service. Yep. I'm not going to go back to military, but I'm wondering if there's some way where we can connect jobs, better current open position jobs, to people that are on programs like this, and say, hey, mm, if I you're, you're if you're on the SNAP program, <laughs> you're you're working here. You you have to work here. There is no no
0: 22 hours a week thing. Now, kind of what thing. companies are you? Mr. Government coming in saying, hey, you have to hire these employees.
1: Well, I don't know. Regardless of qualifications,
0: regardless of will to work. I'm just wondering there's a lot of companies right now
1: that are looking for pools, and a lot of people are kind of being a little picky. These people can't be picky. You see what I'm saying? So, like Fry's grocery store, Kroger, they are hiring people all day long, every single day. Um, I walked into a store the other day, uh, Lowe's. I don't know if it was Lowe's or another store, large big box retailer. They had a sign hiring interviews on the spot, on the spot hiring. That is how they, they're like, Hey, you show up to the interview and you pass the pre question test. We're hiring you and you're going to know right then and there. That is how much they need people. So there is such a demand that if, if I think if the government said, hey, guys, uh, we have 32 people, they're all calling, you know, in this specific city or county or whatever it is, they're all going to qualify for SNAP. They, they all need assistance with food. We need them to work 38 hours. Um, which, which large companies? Um, you guys get first dibs on these people. Here you go. Kroger, Home Depot, whatever. Um, you know, go through your normal interview process with them, of course. But here's your select pool they have to have a job by the end of the month kind of thing. What do you think about something like that? Is that I, I don't know if that's crazy. Is that government it doesn't feel like government intervention with the private sector really. No,
0: it's it's really not. It's actually It's like a good the, partnership. It's quite the opposite. I mean, you're literally providing a need and the people who are going to be yeah. bitching about it is like, "Oh, you now you're telling me where to work." Well, yeah, because you've proven that in your current if you're left alone, left unattended, yeah. you're not going to work hard or, oh, that's not right for me to say because there are going to be certain people, there are hard workers out there that are just falling on bad times. So that was improper for me to say. However, what I can say through the data is the jobs that they have chosen have not been monetarily beneficial to them or their families. Is that fair? Yeah. So what you're saying is saying, hey, I'm going to take you out of your current job and put you into the Home Depot's. Especially if you're the under twenty hours a week, but we still have not addressed the single parents. No, same. They fall into the same pool. So they work. Oh, what do you do with the kids? Though? Exactly. They they work all week, <sighs> just to pay for for childcare. I know because minimum wage is uh, ten bucks, twelve bucks, fifteen dollars. Yeah, I
1: don't know. and that times forty.
0: You're like and Then you take bucks. in inflation.
1: Yeah, but 400 bucks a week times, let's say, four weeks in a month. What is it? 1,600. Yeah, that's not enough for four kids of childcare, I don't think. Uh,
0: No. Plus, you know, I mean, uh, again, you know, they have to have working appliances, so you need a utility bill. I don't know what the hell you do for single parents deadbeat dads oh it makes me sick
1: that's what it is oh I know that's it the is that's the problem it, it's funny like we're trying to solve this problem and the problem is actually just making sure fathers stay in the household <sighs> fucking be accountable dads. for your actions yeah that is the problem and I get it There are there's, there's um, people that pass away
0: you know w- yes w- w- the widows widows like that's but these are outliers guys the situation the masses unfortunately is the father will impregnate the mother and fucking and walk away walk away yeah. Before deadbeat, the kid's even deadbeat born sometimes.
1: Debbie fathers are the problem that are causing, I a think, lot of all of these problems. If you have a father that is working and a mother that's working a part-time job, you will not be on food stamps. No. You will not be on food stamps. No. Even if a mother is not even on, or one, one parent is not working, you will not be on food stamps. The problem is, is that it's not possible to work probably 40 hours, as we're coming to conclusion here, with children by yourself. So the widowed people are the ones that you know, these programs should be for. They're the 1% problem, the 5 whatever they are. They're the minority by far, right? The minor, uh, they're widowed. They have an odd situation, whatever it may be. That's where this program should be built for, not the parents that decide to leave their children. Mm-hmm. We're trying to solve for a problem that's actually a different type of problem. We, I'll
0: say we're talking about a problem that the root cause we have yet to address until just now. The root cause is the, chil- the children not having both parents in the household. Yep. Fuck. I don't know. I, I don't know the stats at hand, but I'd be curious to see how many how many two parent households is affected by SNAP program. Oh,
1: it, it, it's gonna. I, be- I
0: bet it's less than twenty five percent. Oh no. Yeah, you're you're doing that conservatively to yes. be on the right side of that history, that that number. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably way less than that. You think 75% are, are single parents? Oh, yeah. M- more. More. Mm. More than that. You think it's less? You no, think- no, no. I, I thought I felt good about 25%. You
1: think 25% are single parents?
0: No, no, no. 25% are, are dual income. Yeah, okay. So 75% would be single parents?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's more than that or single parents and lesser. P- yeah, I, I, whatever. 75, 25 is probably a good split. Um, but I could see that being the most challenging situation to fall on SNAP. The food programs. Um, okay, let's see if we want to wrap this thing up here. If there's anything else here, uh, $80 billion talked about. Um, oh, one last thing I want to throw at you real quick. Um, just because this was something that was up in the air with the Trump administration, uh, they were looking at cutting some of the benefits yeah, here. Yeah, I
0: saw like cutting like 700000 or something like that. Yeah,
1: so they were trying to cut some of the benefits from the SNAP program. Uh, and then they were also looking at possibly what they called streamlining it um with reducing the private sector being able to offer food and having the government directly hand out food. So instead of me going to my local grocery store, you know, the uh, local government office, you know, in my county would
0: be handing out uh, uh you know food. And I don't know if I No, I'm I'm so against that because look, you know, my understanding, I could be dead freaking wrong here. My understanding is, let's say I have, let's say you are Cody Willis Grocers. I am Jared on uh, food stamps. Yep, I go and purchase my hundred dollars worth of food. Mm-hmm. I scan my card, boom, and then I can only assume that that hundred dollars is transferred to you from the government, right? That's, yeah, that's kind of my loose understanding yeah. of it, yeah. right? I can't. It's not like cash in my ink. Yeah, so I think. I actually like the idea of us giving revenue to the grocers. Now, I understand it usually is probably going to be one of the big boys like Kroger or Walmart or Target or something like that. But sometimes it is the local mom and pop. So I'm all for giving them revenue. Yeah. And Um, and as far as the government supplying it, usually whenever private companies sell to the government, they don't exactly give them a discount. Yeah, that's right. So I So I think that's a horrible idea. Well, yeah. If you now have like the government
1: doing the purchasing of goods to sell. Well... They might be inflated and then you also get one flavor of bread, one flavor of jam. You'll get the Cuba
0: situation. Well so yeah, yeah. So so what kind of sucks is Let's think about it from from my perspective. Right now, let's say I'm on this EVT program. I can go to your grocery store. Yes, I understand that now we have limited SKUs, but now I can at least pick, you know, maybe like the Arizona local bread maker, you know, okay. or something like that. To whereas now in your program, only Wonder Bread is the only big enough company to actually supply a government funded food program. So mm-hmm. I think you really kick out the little guys and we're talking about 46 million Americans. You get out a lot of opportunity. So I'm happy that did
1: not get through. That was a bad idea, Trump administration. I don't know what you guys were thinking there. Um, oh, that was horrible. Yeah, um, that was really stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe there was some under other. Under, I'm sure there was. The some. idea was it was going to reduce the cost because you get rid of all the margin that the grocery stores. But the they're middle, not making. The but the thing is, is, that grocery stores don't make huge margins. You know, they're making uh, probably a couple percent on some products. Their biggest pro, their biggest margin are the, you know like the cereals and things like that. But fruits, vegetables, meats, and things like that, they're making no money on right? Um, so it's not like, you know, grocery stores are big margin, you know, they're not software companies, you know, they're not like the Google's out there. Um, so it's not like they're cutting out that much margin anyway. So again, if you add government to this bureaucracy, damn software companies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I, I just wanted to throw that out there to see if that was, you know, that was relevant in the news. Um, I think let's, let's summarize this thing real quick. Um, I think we kind of both agree SNAP program probably should exist to yes. some extent or another.
0: If we could only modify it and not do anything else to it, we would probably modify the foods. Make it a little stricter from a food selection standpoint and probably increase the working requirement. Yep. And and honestly, I think because of our loss of words, which is rare for both of us, I think we have to continue the exception to single parents. Yes. And then I think if we could really kind of
1: flip it on its head a little bit and say, hey, do we want this program to not only provide food, but also make households whole again and not just incentivize single parent households. Let's make it so that there is some type of maybe working relationship with private companies to get jobs. Yeah. So that, hey, you know what? You can be in this program, but we're going to make sure that you have a job as well. Yep. And maybe that kind of helps those families that are just barely getting along that are still whole and not divorced or not separated just yet. I'm all for that. I like it. Cool, man. Let's uh, wrap this thing up. Where can they find us?
0: Yeah, guys. uh, Please give us a follow at Six Pack Discussions. Um, We we love interacting with you guys. Give us some more topics to talk about. Uh, I think now we're going to be getting into um, what's our next series on? Uh, I think we're going to be going into a little bit of the branches of government. Um, Real sexy topic, I know. Uh, But uh, again, one of our listeners talked about saying, hey, you know, I think people, you know, we're always at odds of you know the CNN and the Foxes of the world MSNBC you know they're always pointing the finger at the other side of the fence well what the hell are the branches of government that we learned about in seventh grade and haven't touched since so uh Cody and I are just going to go over the three branches and uh the pros the cons how it works think, sure i think a lot of the think. areas are improvement yeah <laughs> yeah well maybe just use the processes properly yeah so uh, again um just shows to pro sh- goes to show that uh, we love interacting more with our listeners and we actually do base our topics off of uh your input. So again, at six pack discussions. See you guys. Bye.